Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. Well, hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 49 of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and this is a bonus episode of sorts. Now, if you haven't listened to Monday's episode with Madeline Murray, we share her birth story in that episode. You definitely want to go check that one out. You can listen to this one without having listened to that first, but just to know who you're dealing with and how awesome she is, I recommend going and listening to that episode. And then you can dig back even a little further to episode 23 to hear Madeline's heart of Believe in Midwifery, which is what we're going to be discussing in more depth today as she's just finished creating her course, Believe in Midwifery's Guide to Sustainable Practice. So today we're going to be discussing with Madeline what that is, what it entails, what the process was like, and what it means for home birth moms and midwives. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview. Please remember that the opinions of my guests might not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa. Also, even though Madeline is a care provider, neither one of us are operating in that role through this podcast, so continue to see your doctor, your midwife, or if you're like me, your chiropractor. Well, Madeline, as I was just saying before we hopped on here, you are the first person to come on Happy Home Birth Podcast for the second time (laughs) and the third time, so welcome back. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Like, I was just thinking today about announcing sort of this course specifically that you and I are just kind of the dream team as far as like home birth promotion is concerned. Like you're doing it from the mom side and I'm doing it from the midwife side and we're both just, you know, home birth all the way. And it's fun to talk to you every time. It really is. It's so much fun. I'm just going to make you like the co-host. <laughs> just comes on from time to time to tell us some good midwifery aspect. I'm- I'm sure there's going to be more things for me to talk about later. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Well, today, though, we are going to be talking about your new course, Believe in Midwifery's Guide to Sustainable Practice. And I am so excited because when we actually recorded the episode that aired Monday, um, you, you mentioned it at the very beginning that you were working on this. And by the time that it was time for this, that episode to air, you messaged me again and you were like, Hey, it's coming out. So we were able to get things going and went ahead and recorded this so that we can talk about what that actually is and how it came about and what it entails. So thanks for being willing to, to come on and, and provide this information for everybody. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me. I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, for people who are kind of considering it maybe to get a better idea of what it actually is and so um and how it might actually help their practice that and also i love the idea of moms being involved in this and from the motherhood aspect or from the mother aspect understanding like what goes on <laughs> you know like okay my midwife is super sweet and she comes to my house but like really what's going on in the practice and yeah. how does this affect my care Um, So I think this is so cool, but let's just go ahead and dive in. I would love to hear how this came about. How did you decide that creating a course for sustainable practice was what you needed to be doing? 
Well, you know, this whole thing has kind of chosen me more than I have chosen it, I think. Uh, I really have been working on it a ton and um, more so even than I ever kind of wanted to. You know, I've been (laughs) sort of a working mother in the past, uh, you know, seven or eight months working on this course. And um, but I think from the beginning of Believe in Midwifery, it's always kind of just grown really naturally and organically. Um, of first, just, you know, when I did the talk at MANA, which is on my website in 2016, and that was the first time I kind of went public with my, um, my plan and idea for, ha- for my vision of what the future of midwifery should look like. And that was group practice. And I just recently spoke at the evidence-based birth conference and I did a similar talk, not the same, but it was so interesting, even in just, you know, three years time, how much it already has become less of kind of a controversial topic. And uh, there was a lot more, instead of people looking at me like I was crazy to try to say that midwives should be working together in teams, um, that was kind of understood. But now everybody has a lot of questions about how to do it. And so, you know, uh, first, I just had to sort of put it out there that the solo practice on-call lifestyle was damaging um, and contributing to burnout of home birth midwives across the country and keeping us at a stagnant level of less than 2% of um, being able to care for less than 2% of the population because there's not enough of us. Um, And so first, I had to just make that message get out into the universe. And once that message was gaining more traction and more people were kind of like, yeah, that really makes sense. We should work together. You know, this is really hard. I'm going to burn out. I can't keep doing this. And so then I started getting lots of questions about how do I do it? And, um, and so the idea of doing a course came up. Um, but I'm not, I'm kind of more of an ideas girl <laughs> than, <laughs> than follow through. And I, and I don't think actually most people would say that. I mean, I'm always goal oriented and I do get things done that I decide to do. But, you know, I had just had a baby and um, I already had a few uh, conferences that I was going to be talking to at on my radar and I was going to have to, you know, prepare those talks. And I had a lot going on even without starting this course. Um, but then there, so I'm a CrossFit coach too, if anyone didn't know. <laughs> and there's a guy at my gym who coached there for a while. He doesn't anymore, but he is a health coach. And a health coach, if you don't know, is sort of encompasses n- not just health and fitness, not just life coaching, um, but also kind of a counselor. They are so they are kind of a life coach, but it really involves more, you know, mental and physical and spiritual, emotional. It's a really, it's a sort of holistic life coach. Mm-hmm. And um, he gave a little talk just one morning after our Saturday morning class and about stress relief. And some of the tips he gave were, you know, he just had a couple of different breath exercises that made a lot of sense and were really helpful and easy to do, you know, just whenever you needed them. And he talked about uh, how 
if you eat slow, like if you eat fast, that that raises cortisol levels in your system. So like one way to relieve stress is to like actually put your fork down like at least four or five times during your meal and to like try to extend a meal over 20 minutes. And when he said that, I'm just listening to him thinking to myself, like midwives eat so fast (laughs) all Mm -hmm. the time. And, you know, and a few of the different things that he said, I was just like, you know what? Right now, basically all I have to offer midwives is you need to have a partner or else you're screwed and you're not going to be able to do it. And, and I still believe that. I mean, I, I believe that the solo practice 24 hours, seven days a week, solo practice on-call lifestyle is unhealthy. I don't think it's good for anyone ever. Um, but there are midwives, and I hear from them all the time, who are in a position where they don't have a partner right now. They are right. waiting for their student to finish or they're in an area where there's not a lot of midwives or, you know, whatever it is, they, they're not ready yet. They don't have a partner that they can choose even if they want it. And so when I was listening to Trevor, I just thought, I need to go out to lunch with this guy so I can get some of these tips to incorporate into the workshops that I'm going to be teaching at these conferences so that I can say, you know, he, this, you know, ultimately we need to be working towards group practice for sustainability. But Mm -hmm. until then, um, here are some, you know, active steps you can take to reduce your stress and minimize stress in other aspects of your life in order to get yourself to the point where you're able to have a partner. That makes so much sense. So I called him and said, you know, do you want to go have lunch? I'd love to just pick your brain about some of these things. And um, he said that he would. And so then I sent him my talk from Mana and just said, to give him a little bit of background of sort of who we're dealing with, you know, Um, because people outside of the midwifery world have no idea what it is that we do. Um, So I wanted him to just have some sort of an idea of, of the people that I was trying to help. Um, So he watched it and, this is before we even had lunch. Like he came into class or something the next day and he was like, oh my gosh, I watched that. He's like, I watched the whole entire talk. That was so good. And you know, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, But then we got together and the more that we started talking, the more ideas he had. I mean, there's a section in the course called intelligent caffeination about like ways to use caffeine when you're not sleeping and sleeping and like to maximize your, Um, energy and also not affect your stress and your sleep and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like there's all these things that could be really helpful. And so again, a course was on my radar, but it definitely wasn't on my radar for right now. But the more that we got to talking, it was kind of like, you know, he wanted to help these midwives too. You know, he, he heard me talking about it and he realized and recognized that he had a lot of tools um, that would be really valuable to these women. And so, I mean, honestly, by the end of this like two hour afternoon coffee, we had planned that we were going to get together the following week and kind of like see if we could come up with a, um, with an outline for each of our sections. And, and then it really just went from there. And you know, I, I, so I kind of credit him with kind of getting 
lighting the fire in me and um, really getting things moving. Because the other thing that is a benefit about Trevor is that he's younger than me. You know, I'm not a tech savvy millennial and he is. And so he knew about e-courses and where to find them and who are the people to talk to and, you know, how to do this and how to do that and, and everything. And so, so I was like, okay, you know, those are the parts that were going to take too much time for me to figure out how to make it work. You know, I can write the content, but, um, but actually the, the act of putting the course together, um, I needed his help with. So again, you know, it was kind of just, um, divine. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just happened. That's so was, cool. Yeah. Wow. And you know what I was thinking, like from the very beginning, when you were saying this, you were like, you know, I already had stuff to do. I've got a new baby and it's really weird to me because I feel like a very similar thing happened with my childbirth education course where I had this new baby, but it's like, it's like creating something new, yeah. <laughs> like a new life yes. gave me all of this creative energy. And it was like, I don't know what to do with all this. Like I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's how I feel too. I mean, there was a lot of times where I would say to my friends, like, I'm not doing this necessarily because I want to, like I'm doing mm-hmm. it because I can't not do it. Like right. I can't not do it. Ugh. That's, that's really cool. That's when you know you're onto something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that's awesome how it came about. And now I was thinking we could kind of talk about who is this for? Who would be someone that would benefit from taking your course? Well, obviously midwives um, and uh, student midwives. I mean, I say in the introduction of the course, you know, kind of, I don't know where you are on your journey. You might be a student midwife who just finished school and you don't want to have the future that you see your preceptors have, or you might be a midwife who has been practicing for 20 years and finally just realizing like you've been giving everything to it and you can't do it anymore, but you also don't want to quit. Um, so there's, there's a lot, um, of midwives in all the different (laughs) phases that are going to be able to, to benefit from this. But honestly, you know, it is definitely midwife centric. And, um, the beginning, I talk a lot about, um, the state of maternity care in the country and how midwives can improve outcomes. I mean, really so much of why I can't not do this is because I believe so passionately that it is the way to help solve the maternity care crisis in the country. And so midwives improve outcomes. So we need more midwives. But the fact of the matter is doulas also improve outcomes. And so we need more doulas that are Mm -hmm. sustainable and practicing for more than two years at a time. And so I think that doulas could benefit from this. Um, I think, you know, anybody who is a birth worker could, could benefit. Um, because even doulas and anybody else who is interested in birth and birth work, um, the whole first section of the course is, like I said, talking about the state of maternity care, talking about you know statistics and what is causing the maternal mortality and, and what are the things that are, can be improving it. And, um, and then I talk about you know, the on-call lifestyle and, and not just the fact that it's not fun or you know, it sucks to miss a birthday party now and again, but that it actually has negative effects on our health you know, in some major ways. And so um, 
for anybody who's on call, that stuff is important. Right. Um, and then the second half of the course, well, I guess there's three, three sections. The first section is talking about maternity care crisis and how midwives can help that. And then, um, and then I go into the on-call lifestyle and how that's negative and how group practice is positive for both midwives and for mothers and how it can make more midwives. And then um, the, the second section is business planning tools. So this is a lot of, again, be beneficial to anybody who is trying to create a sustainable practice. I mean, you can see it's called Believe in Midwifery's, but it's not called Guide to Sustainable Midwifery Practice. It's called Guide to Sustainable Practice. So anybody who's trying to start a business and wants to have it be sustainable and wants to have work-life balance, um, it sort of gets you remembering why it is that you're doing what you're doing, you know, what you're called to, what your goals are, um, and then helps you fit it into your life in a way that you're going to be able to keep on doing it and keep on helping more people. And then the business planning part is kind of um, not necessarily a step-by-step guide, but sort of gives you an outline as to what questions you need to ask, what steps you have to take um, to start a business. And then the last section is Trevor's section where he just talks about stress relief and stress reduction and um, just some really, really cool, he's got some really cool stuff, goal setting and, um, you know, how to, how your beliefs and identities keep you stuck in a certain, you know, pattern. And he talks about fear and there's just a lot of good stuff at the end with him too. And so that stuff honestly would be beneficial for pretty much any human being. Right. Oh, it sounds like it. That's amazing. And then on top of all of that, for midwives specifically, this can be used for CEUs. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And I didn't even say that. So whenever we started too, I mean, um, Trevor and I, we wanted to maximize, you know, how many, but I also did a um, little survey on my Instagram, like I can't remember when it was, but around the time Trevor and I met. And so to kind of figure out what midwives wanted. And so I asked questions about, you know, are you interested in this information, this information, this information, how many CEUs would you expect? How much would you be willing to pay for it? Um, And so I got an idea of kind of what people wanted. And then it was actually smaller than what we ended up with uh, because the more that we started working on it and thinking about how I wanted to fit everything in, cause I couldn't, you know, let go. Everything felt really important. Um, right. I ended up with 10 credit hours. So wow. it's a pretty comprehensive course. And um, yeah. So for midwives, it's a meek accredited CEUs. So you'll get 10 meek CEUs, which is pretty substantial. I think we need 30 every three years. So um, it's a good way to get a big, big chunk done and also get a lot of good info and, and good tips on sustainability. Exactly. Yeah. That is amazing. That's so exciting. And so we talked about, you know, what the program is. I thought we could kind of contrast that with what it isn't. So, you know, you're talking about Right. So we've got sustainable midwifery. You said that there's business discussion, but people shouldn't be expecting you to give them all of their tax information, correct? 
Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think, and of course this is normal for all people in all industries, you know, it would be wonderful to find kind of a, a golden ticket, right? Like you buy this course and then the next thing you know, you have a sustainable, successful midwifery practice. And, you know, that's not what this is going to do for you necessarily. I I really do hope that it's going to help you get there. Um, but it's not a one size fits all approach. You know, I mean, midwifery specifically, the laws and the, um, birth environments, are different in every single one of the 50 states. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I can't say do it this way or do it that way because I don't know if you can take insurance. I don't know what, you know, where you live and what your radius is going to be, how far away you're going to take clients, you know. Um, there's so many questions. You know, I say there's as many ways to have a sustainable midwifery practice as there are midwives. And so right. this course is not going to tell you exactly how to set up and run your business. Um, it is going to give you the questions to ask, um, and the, the basic guidelines about what you need and what steps to take in order to, to set up a practice that works for you. Mm, Yep. That totally makes sense. It's, it seems like it's a lot of kind of business coaching, you know, like, it's like, here are the topics that you need to consider. Now go consider them. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't even necessarily think it's business coaching as much as, you know, I might be creating a field for myself, but I think it's sustainability coaching. I mean, right. I, had Ooh, person, that's good. <laughs> I had a person ask me um, via email via a couple weeks ago that was like, you know, I have a person who I want to be a partner with and, but you know, she already owns the practice and she wants me to be a 1099 contractor. But I talked to my husband and my husband seems to think that it really is more of a partnership setup than a contractor setup, this kind of business. And what, you know, I wanted to talk to you to find out, you know, what actually is the right thing to do. And so I wrote her back and I said, you know, I know that there are multiple midwife practices who do it in all of those different ways that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact is, if you and your husband decide that you want this to be a partnership and then you agree to be a contractor because that's what this, your other partner wants, that's not sustainable. If you don't get what you, if both partners aren't agreeing to something that they both believe in and that they both agree on, then that's not going to be sustainable. So when I talk to people and what I hope this course will do is really get you to figure out what it is that you want, what it is that you need. And of course there's going to be sacrifices involved. You know, I mean, this is, like I said, it's not a golden ticket, you know, that it's work to, to go into yourself and figure out for real, what is it that you need to make this work? Um, not just what you want, but what do you need? Right. But at the same time, I mean, oh my gosh, isn't it so much easier to to do something like that when you do have some sort of a blueprint from someone who has been through it, who has done it, who, you know, was considering this even in their apprenticeship. I mean, you guys should go back to episode 23 if you haven't heard it. Um, but, you know, this has really been a long time coming for you and clearly it's your passion. And so to be able to give other midwives this, like, hey, 
I've come before you and I've done this and here's how I did it now. Yeah, Go so that's, on. <laughs> that's the other thing that I have to offer. You know, I have a sample budget in here that was from my practice that was with three midwives. And I have a sample call schedule that was my practice with three midwives. So, oh, cool. you know, I, I do have that to offer. And then I also have some um, ideas from other group practices that are out there, you know, just different takes on how they set up the call schedule, how they take or how they set up their payment plans. Like, um, so there is, there's definitely some examples and guidelines and things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's ultimately about figuring out, you know, how it's going to work for you. Right. What is sustainability? Right. Which that's like so swoon worthy. Like when you were talking about like, oh, I'm kind of like a sustainability coach. I think I like might have died a little bit. Like that is so good. Well, it's hard. I talk about how in order to, you know, practice true self-care, you have to have a sense of self-awareness. And self-awareness is really hard when you have been living in a state of self-neglect for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what so many midwives and so many midwifery students are currently living. And so, um, you know, there is a section of the course too that I hope can get them on the path back to self-awareness and, you know, remembering why they got into this work in the first place and what they want to accomplish with it. And then, figuring out how, you know, thinking about what is, what has worked in the past, what hasn't worked. Um, you know, what are the things that make your, you clench up when you think about having to do that part of the job? And what are the things that make you feel free and excited and roll your windows down? You know, that is, yes, that's perfect. So, well, so, okay. You spoke at MANA a few years ago. You just spoke at evidence-based birth is that something that's going to be continuing? Do you have some more things coming down the line? Well, I'm going to be at the MANA conference again um, at the end of this month. Actually, yeah, it's the end of October, um, beginning of November. And if anybody's there, please come see me because I have a discount code card for you for the course. Um, But yeah, you know, I also just got an email from a friend today that sent me... um, a link to another conference and that was accepting submissions. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I can't even imagine doing anything else. I just want to like sit down. (laughs) But here I am filling out the application. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't do it yet. It's due November 1st. So we'll see what happens. I, I I think that I probably will. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, even though, like I said, it doesn't seem like it's as crazy of an idea anymore. It's, you know, it's still not happening. Still the majority of midwives are in solo practice. And so there's still a lot of people that I need to reach. Um, and a lot more that this message has to, has to get out there. So I, there, there's a couple of things in the works, um, for next year already. Yeah. And then I also have, um, uh, another thing that I got CEUs for, which is just a two hour course. And I'm going to be hopefully offering that online, a couple of times next year or two. Oh, nice. And I think you made a really great point about like, yes, so there more people need to know about this, but also just that idea of there are a lot of midwives that 
have heard the message that are receptive, but it's just like, okay, I just can't yet. Like I have to, I have to have something that can sustain me until I get to the place where I can do that. So mm-hmm. I love that, you know, this works as, you know, it's kind of got like dual purpose, like it teaches yeah. you how to do it, but also if it's like, okay, but if you're not quite there yet, here's the bridge. Like, this is how you can get there. This is what can hold you over until that point. Right. Because what I don't want to happen is for the midwives to quit, you know, mm-hmm. when they don't see it and when they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. And so um, I want to be able to just get them over the hump because, you know, that's what Believe in Midwifery is. It's about supporting midwifery, and that means supporting midwives. And I love that – I just love that you are such a big proponent of this movement too because it really is important for mothers, you know, the mothers that we care for, the mothers that we do this for, the mothers that we love, for them to to start to understand – what it is that we go through um, so that they can support us. Because I know that the mothers love their midwives too and that they want to help us. And so I think the more that into, you know, the general population of home birth mothers, um, the better it's going to be for midwives too, for for mothers to encourage them to take care of themselves. Absolutely. Oh, that makes that. I mean, that's completely it. You think about how much moms love their midwives. Like, yeah they become family. You want the best for your family. You want the best for this person who is taking such amazing care of you and your baby. Of course, like it it just pairs together so perfectly. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So on that note, your course, it's, it's launching today. People can get to it. How do they get to it? Today is the day. You can go to believeinmidwifery.com and there is a tab there that says e-courses. And if you click on that tab, you should find Believe in Midwifery's Guide to Sustainable Practice and jump on there. And um, there's an introductory price, sorry, an introductory price um, that is going to last through the end of 2019, the end of the decade. The end of the decade. Yeah. So get it while it's hot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited. I seriously, I I feel so, I am so excited. It's like I'm birthing a baby. This is, this Mm -hmm. is my birth story of Believe Midwifery's Guide to Sustainable Practice. Oh, I get it. I, I totally (laughs) get it. You've put your heart and soul into it and it's so clear and I am grateful that I've gotten to even just look over the course already. And it is amazing. Like it's so full of information. I, I can't wait to dive into it. And I know that so many others are going to feel the exact same way about it. And I will go ahead and put the link to all of this in the show notes so that if you guys want to just hop there, you can find that, find it there as well, as well as links to the first episode with Madeline and then the one that aired (laughs) on Monday as well, which is so good. If you haven't heard that one yet, you got to go back to Monday's episode because her birth story is phenomenal. So man, Madeline, thank you so much for coming on again. I really, like I said, it's just so much fun every time and you have so much to give people and it's an honor to, to be able to have you on here. Thank you so, so much for having me. There's nobody I would rather make this big announcement podcast with. Oh, swoon. All right. (laughs) Take care, Madeline. All right. Thanks. Okay. To all of my birth worker friends, you know where to find the link and 
I highly recommend this course. Going through it, it's number one, it's just beautiful to look at. But number two, the depth of information that Madeline covers is amazing. It is something that you do not want to miss. It's a great way to get CEUs if that's something that you need. And even if you don't, it's going to be such practical information. So congratulations, Madeline. I'm so excited that it's done. It's off your plate. It's into the world and it's beautiful. So great job. And thank you all for tuning into this bonus episode. I look forward to seeing you back here next week.